Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Care with me, Angie Fatal. I am on the unceded land of the Multnomah, Wasco, Calitz, Kathlamet, Clackamas, Bands of Chinook, Tualatin, Kalapuya, Malala, and many other tribes that made their home where I make my home. Do not forget, please, that it is Indigenous Peoples Month and find ways to give back and support and do all the things that you can do to help bring attention to Indigenous causes and actions. Also, be paying attention if you live in the United States to the attack that's going on right now with um, the Indian Child Welfare Act. Um, It's important that you educate yourself around that if you live in the United States um, because it will significantly affect the power of tribes to keep um, kids in the foster care system with tribal families or at least families that will make sure that those kids get exposed to their culture and the practices. So just pay attention to that. It's it's really important. And along with that, when I get back from my trip, I will be gone. Um, and of course, my dog. Okay, take two. <laughs> the dogs were barking. I'm sure I couldn't edit all of that out. I will be on a two-week trip for one of my best friend's birthdays, 50th birthday in the UK. Very excited. Haven't done an adult trip, I think, ever, just for fun. I've never done a trip overseas just for fun. Very excited. So this week's podcast will be the last one for the next two weeks. So I will I will not put another one out until probably the first full week of December. And this is the perfect time for you to go back and listen to the other holiday survival guides that I've done every year since I've been doing this podcast. And I believe I'm in the sixth season, so there are a lot. So with that, I also want to bring up a few things to look at Um, If you're interested in knowing more about any of the things that I'm going to talk about right now, I'm not going to get into them. Sign up to get my email and that will keep you appraised of anything that I have going on. But one of the important things that I have going on right when I get back is I am doing an Indigenous-centered mindful archery workshop. This is for Indigenous people in the United States, anybody that would consider themselves indigenous, um, I don't decide what that is, um, is welcome to join the archery workshop that I'm doing December 4th. That's Sunday, December 4th, 9.30 to 11. You have to pre-register, but this is just to save the date. More information will be coming around that. And this workshop is... Basically, I'm doing it, one, to provide low to free access to archery for anybody that is indigenous, but it also is to bring attention and awareness around the attack on the Indian Child Welfare Act, which is ICWA, the Indian Child Welfare Act, ICWA. So that's one of the things, that's December 4th. The other thing to keep watch for in 
January, I'm going to do a queer-centered mindful archery workshop in honor of LGBTQAI2 Spirit Plus to bring visibility, to provide a safe space as a queer woman myself. I want to make sure that I'm offering ways for the queer community to get out, get in their bodies, and shoot at stuff because it feels real good. And it, And that will be... That workshop is also free, pay what you can. Nobody will be turned away from lack of funds. It is January 15th, 2023, 9.30 to 11. You can learn more about that on if you sign up for my email. And then on February 5th, 2023, also a Sunday, all of these are on Sundays, 9.30 to 11, in honor of Black History Month, I'll be doing a Black and Brown-centered mindful archery experience. This is, is also free, pay what you can. Nobody needs to have any experience or have any equipment. Everything you could possibly need to do archery will be provided. So again, go to my... If you want to know more about any of these things that I'm talking about and other things I offer, which are gift certificates if you're looking for a unique powerful and empowering way to bond with your family or celebrate with your friends or give a young person an empowering experience I have gift certificates as well and you can learn more about that by signing up for my email okay here we go yourself here today. Welcome. I'm glad that you're here. You might notice some (laughs) bells ringing in the background. That's my cat really getting into all kinds of mischief as soon as I sit down to do this. And then the other thing that you might hear is a candle that I have going that has one of those crackling wicks that sound like a fire, which is so amazing and smells so good. So I have that going and I just want to welcome you into the podcast today. Wherever you're at, whatever you've been doing so far, maybe it's you've just gotten up, maybe you've had a really busy day and you're taking some time for yourself. Whatever the situation, I want to welcome you in to this place right now. This is your time. You don't have to, I mean, my hope is you don't have to show up for anybody else right now except for yourself. Even if you have to break this up into two parts, my hope is that you can show up just for yourself and just take this time for you because you're worth it. Before I get deep into today's podcast, I want to remind everybody that it might be easier to understand what I'm talking about today if you go back and listen to last week's podcast it might be helpful because I'm, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing something that builds on something else until January's over, but these two definitely build off each other 
And so it might be a good time for you to go back and listen to last week's if you haven't done it, if you haven't had a chance to, or if you're new to this podcast, go and quickly listen to last week's. I tried to keep it not too long. <laughs> and if you're not sure what last week's podcast was called, it's called Building a Container for Tender Times. Hashtag holiday survival tips and tricks. I'll have the link to that in the show notes. But if you want to stop and go back and listen to that, it might be helpful to, you know, for what we're going to do today. So last week in our talk about building a container for tender times, and what I mean by tender times is for most of us, holidays can be tender. They can be tender in beautiful ways where you have an encounter with somebody that is meaningful, you see humanity, you are opened up to love in ways that maybe you haven't been before, and in some tender ways can be very painful. Maybe your family is toxic, or you have trauma with your family, or you experience trauma during this time or you've experienced loss and it brings up that loss and that grief for you. It is tender for most of us. Even if you, I I don't know how you would do this, but even if you're a person that is walking through the world right now and doesn't feel like they have trauma. We're not doing trauma scales here. That's not what I'm about. Um, Any trauma is trauma. Most of us, in this time, which is on the calendar, October, Halloween, December, or November, Thanksgiving, or whatever you celebrate where you are, December, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, lots of holidays I'm probably not remembering to mention, and then January, New Year's, and so many other things in between that I don't, I probably don't even know about. I think one year I tried to list all the holidays that happened in this time, and I I couldn't. There were so many. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it's an onslaught. So it doesn't stop. There isn't really rest in between because... It's complicated. There's things that you have to do for work. There's parties that maybe you want to go to or you don't want to go to. Maybe you're an introvert or an extrovert. It's It just is like full of little things that can snare you and get you frustrated. Financially, it can be a burden on a lot of people because there is ex- expectations, at least in American culture, that's the culture that I can speak to, of living and giving beyond your means instead of like looking at what you have showing up for people in different ways maybe with like what my kids like to do is give little gift certificates of you know I'll do the dishes without without you having to ask me or usually stuff they were supposed to be doing already or we'd give them like you know an ice cream date with dad and you know, putt-putt golf or going to the arcade or whatever it was. Instead of us looking at creative ways to be in this time or ways like even if you have money, 
ways that feel more authentic to you. For me, one of the things that I love to do is to make Christmas presents. I'm not interested in buying. I'll buy for my kids. There's usually things they want and need. And then I also will make something. Last year, I found river rocks and I learned how to use a Dremel. And I Dremeled holes through these river rocks from the sacred place that I go to year-round, the river. And I put air plants in them. And I was really proud of them. I don't know if people like them, but it wasn't about that. It was me taking my time as a symbol of love to somebody, taking something that was very special to me from a spot that is very special to me, and also putting something living in it. It's, it's the way I want to show up. One year I made with my friends, um, we made incense. And it was all stuff that we had found in nature. It was um, lavender and sage and cedar and pine and all these other scents and smells that, you know, we picked up by hiking and collecting medicine and stuff like that. It doesn't have to be money, even if you have money. Sometimes it's easier to do it that way because you're just overwhelmed with everything. I'm just throwing out options, regardless. Last week, we talked about creating a container. And what I am interested in, in myself and for you, is that the container would be built inside of you and the foundation would be strong and the walls would be strong before all of the pressures come. So if you are somebody that celebrates Thanksgiving or maybe there's another holiday in there that I don't know about that you celebrate with your family, I know that there are people on this podcast that are not from the United States. I know that in, um, in Amsterdam or in the, in the Netherlands, they start celebrating Christmas or Santa Claus as soon as December hits. So you're, you know, you're celebrating Santa Claus all through the month of December. And so the container that I'm talking about is a container inside of you. I talked about it last week. One way to build it was to take time out every day. And you may be overwhelmed by that prospect, and I completely get it. I mean, sometimes I can't even find five minutes to take the dogs on a walk, which is usually pretty grounding for me, except one of our dogs can be kind of an asshole. So sometimes it's not that grounding. But sometimes it's hard with all the things that I'm trying to juggle and the things that I have to do and the things around the house and the dinners and the work that I'm trying to juggle while in the house, all the things. But taking five minutes, one of, we talked about quite a few ways to engage yourself in creating that container last week. And I'll add a few to the list. One of the things could be splashing cold water on your face. I do this every morning. It sounds kind of crazy. I kind of am off if I don't do it. I got into the habit of it a couple years ago when I was in Montana because the the sink that I was using in the bathroom had two faucets so you could only get cold or boiling hot. And so I just started splashing my face with cold water and it's a habit that I've kept because it is very grounding. 
The other thing that you could do is you could find a very short yoga, free yoga on YouTube with somebody that is good at like holding space for different bodies, um, different needs, different uh, abilities. And start very small. Start with five minutes and try a 10 minute one and don't do don't don't do something that is going to try to challenge you to stand on your head or give you exercise. It's more like how can you take things and let them embody you and you embody them. I don't even know if that makes sense, but it does to me. So little things. Maybe you are responsible to make dinner every night. And so you stand in the kitchen barefoot music blasting, and you are just in that space with that meal while you're cooking. Maybe you are on dishes and you do the same thing. You apply different ways of grounding. Nobody has the corner on what is actual grounding. It's moments of being in your body. Maybe it's this thing I have recently learned from Resma. It's like when you... Get out of your car when you're going into a new place. You look around. You stop, not in front of cars, and you look all the way up at the sky. You do a 360 and behind you and kind of remind yourself who you are and where you're at and bring that into wherever you're going. That could be going into a grocery store. It could be getting into your car. It could be when you step outside of your house or go into a new room where maybe there's been a fight. Your kids have been having a fight or you've just had a fight with your partner. Whatever it is, finding little ways that are doable for you to ground. And the reason that grounding is so important, it's reminding us who we are in that moment in time. That we aren't this idea that we've been given about ourselves we're not society's ideas about us. We're not our partner's ideas about us. We're not our children's ideas about us. We're not our parents' ideas about us. We're not our siblings' ideas about us. We're not our friends' ideas about us. We are our own person. And reminding ourselves that it is okay and it is imperative, I would say, to take those moments. And again, a, a reminder that the moments can be short. It can be 30 seconds. It can be 10 seconds. You're just stopping and, again, using that thing that I say all the time, you're practicing paying attention. You're just practicing. You're practicing saying, I'm going to be okay. You're practicing saying, I am enough. You're practicing taking a deep breath and then taking another one and then taking another one that you are worth the time and you can take the time. I don't know if anybody tried um, the body scan, but that is a really good way to ground, see where maybe you're holding any tension in your body. Usually we're holding more and holding tension in more than one space, anxiety in more than one spot, depression in more than one spot. We're holding in different spots. And it could be different every day. But again, we're creating a container. And here's why we're creating the container. Again, I want to go into the situations in the holidays. And the holidays is a good, 
It's like everything is whittled down to us possibly either having to perform or isolate. Show up or not show up. Yes or no. It's very, it can be very black and white. And I want us to find the nuance for ourselves in there. I want us to find ways of staying who we are when we have to go into rough situations. Even if we have to hold some of ourselves back because the situation that we're going into does not deserve the full of who we are. And for us to be safe, for us to be boundaried, we keep some of that who we are back because they don't deserve it. It's not like a, I'm going to make you pay. It's more like, This part of me is saved for the people that really love me, show up for me, are committed to me, don't shame me, don't guilt me. It's saved for my real people. But the container is to give us space to kind of try these things out. So we've created the container first, and I know the container takes time to build. So last week, I gave you the um, the little... I guess, <laughs> homework, to create a mantra for yourself. And I hope by this point in the podcast, if you haven't, that you'll stop it and just take a moment to go back to last week's and listen to, I think it's like five minutes where I talk about the mantra towards the end of the podcast. It's very simple. It doesn't have to be elegant. It doesn't have to be profound. You know, it's not like, You're going to be quoting it to everybody around you. It might be, but it doesn't need to be. It's yours. It is uniquely for you. So I'm going to assume you have your mantra now and that you've been practicing it. And if not, now is a good time to remind yourself, okay, I want to practice this mantra. I can take up space. I am enough. My needs are important, whatever it is. And to start to say that in little ways, maybe when you walk into your work, as your feet move on the ground, I am enough, I am enough, I am important, my needs are important, I can have boundaries, my boundaries are important, I am worth listening to. All of the things that might be at play for you to get them into rotation in your body in little ways. Maybe you take a shower and as you scrub your back, you're like, I'm going to show up for myself. I will show up for myself. I will show up for myself. Maybe you have to go out to the backyard and pick up your dog's poop. (laughs) and It's not a fun task. I had to do it yesterday. And as you're doing it, kind of a gross task that sometimes makes me want to gag, You can be saying, I have value. I have value. My ideas are important. It's not only reminding yourself the truth about who you are. It's also building up the walls, the structure that you may need to not only be able to handle and survive this time of year, but to 
but to take up space and enjoy yourself and also build this relationship inside of you with the back and forth with your inner wisdom because your inner wisdom gave you the mantra. Maybe your inner wisdom showed you where you're holding tension in your body during the, during the body scan. Maybe your inner wisdom showed up with you when you got up five minutes early to have your coffee or tea. Maybe your inner wisdom brought calm when you took three deep breaths. That's your inner wisdom. And what we're doing is we're building this part of ourselves that is looking to listen. Let me say that again. We're building this part of ourselves that is looking to listen to our inner wisdom and trust it. And it will tell you, say no to that party. And you say no, and you can always change your mind. Remember, it's easier to change your mind from a no to come back from a no and say, hey, I've changed my mind. I'd actually like to come if if it's still possible. Then to say yes. Yes, I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll bring that cake. I'll you know, watch the kids. I'll, whatever. And then to try to turn around from a yes is very, very difficult because people get resentful. They may get resentful from your no, but then there's not any expectations. If you say yes, there's an expectation of you showing up and doing what you said yes to. Instead, maybe say, hey, can I get back to you? And then give yourself some time to think, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to show up and do sound for the singing Christmas tree? Do I really want to show up for, if you still go to church, for church and pass out, you know, whatever they call them, the little what's happening during the service things? Or do I want to be a greeter? Or do I want to host communion? Or... Do I, do I want to host Christmas this year? All the things that maybe in the past you've said, said yes to, maybe think about that. Think about what you've said yes to. And if you can stop right, you know, right now or as soon as I'm done with the sentence and create a list. So sit in silence with yourself first and ask yourself, what have I said yes to in the past that I have regretted and it's led to resentment, hurt feelings, feeling trapped, boundary crossing, belittling, shaming, whatever it is, it can be very simple and small. And sit with yourself and ask yourself, what have I said yes to in the past that have led to any number of those feelings or just like exhaustion? (laughs) That's a good enough one. Make that list and then sit with yourself and maybe come up with a way between yourself and your inner wisdom to go, okay, I see this list and I see the ways that I've put myself in this position before because I wasn't able to say, hey, can I get back to you about that? I'm not sure. Or I didn't have my no yet. So instead of using one of those tools, hey, can I get back to you, or I'll let you know, or no, you said yes. This isn't, like, we're all learning, so you didn't do anything wrong, but what we want to do is together 
and with our inner wisdom mitigate the the ways that we show up that are not us or are not our best interest. And we don't want to be just consumers and consuming everybody else's time and everybody else's energy and everybody else's resources, but we want to give from a place of abundance and joy. And I think it's really difficult to do that all the time. That's my cat. Um, But I think it is very possible, and I have done it myself, to start to build this in many little ways. So if you look at that list and you're like, okay, every year since, for the last five years, I've wanted to host Christmas, and every year somebody else has jumped in front of me. And this year, I'm gonna say, hey, I've wanted to do this for the last five years, I think it's my turn. And then kind of deciding how you're going to handle it if you get pushback and what you're going to do with that pushback because you might not want to deal with it and so you'll compromise or you'll collaborate. Or maybe every year it's been the opposite. You've been forced to host. You don't really like to be in charge of social gatherings. I like to... My my dream party is my house is already clean. It's my closest people. Everybody brings plenty of food. I don't even have to think about it. It's all in the kitchen and it's a help yourself. And we do a sing-along and we laugh and there's no, I don't have to entertain. I don't have to figure out all the food. That's not where I shine. I'm not a bad cook, but I don't want to think about how much and who to invite and, you know, all that stuff. Maybe for you, you get put into that situation every year. And this year, you are going to do something different. You're going to say, hey, I can't host this year. Who's up for hosting? And if you don't get a response, you have to go in deciding, well, then I guess we're not going to do it. Because what I want for you Whatever the situation is, I want you to have the flexibility to do what is best for you, your family, your partner, the people that are you're responsible for are co-responsible for. And when we get backed up into a corner and we haven't thought about these things, what we want, we haven't talked about it with our significant others, then we make decisions on the fly, and often those decisions are not in our best interest. So as you've built this container, as you've had, you know, these mantras going in your head, maybe you have two, three, hopefully it's it's doable to remember whatever you're trying to remember. When you've made that list, you're sitting with that list and you're looking at ways. So on one side of the list, it's, What have I said yes to and then regretted? And then on the other side of the list, what have I wished that I could have done instead of that? What are other options instead of the one that I was put in? What do I want instead for myself? Maybe maybe for you, you haven't had time, but your dream is to go cut down a Christmas tree in the woods. And we've done that. And I would love to do it and actually be successful at it. 
but it's always I've like I've said like last week I want the magic with with more realism you know I get excited I've got like a I've got the blankets and I've got hot chocolate in the thermos and I've got snacks and then you know you can't find a Christmas tree the snow is three feet deep I don't really know what I'm doing the people I'm with don't know what they're doing and inevitably every car driving by us has a beautiful Christmas tree I don't know where they found them up on Mount Hood but we are only finding spindly ones and you know it's everybody's tired and cranky and it doesn't work out we've done that two years in a row I still am dreaming of someday going with somebody that knows what they're doing and is also pleasant to be around and finding a Christmas tree. But that's not what I'm gonna do this year. This year, I'm gonna go to the same Christmas tree farm. It wasn't great, but it's better than what I've had to do in the past and drive around and try to find something. I'm gonna go where my daughter and I went last year. I'm gonna get a Christmas tree that I like that smells really good. We'll maybe stop and get coffee on the way. You know, we'll do little things that kind of embody what I want to do in the woods and haven't been able to realize, but is doable for us. Maybe for you, you're not in an area where there are Christmas tree farms close to you. You you can only go to a lot. So how can you make going to a Christmas tree lot magical for you and meaningful for you? Maybe... You don't care about that stuff. Then just go to a lot or get your your fake Christmas tree, decorate it, make the most out of it. Maybe you don't celebrate Christmas, but you want to bring little solstice, winter solstice things in. You want to bring nature indoors. You want to ground yourself inside as well as outside. It's finding ways to make the things that we're doing work for us. That's it. It's very simple. I know it is not simple to say no to people. I know that that is complicated, especially if you've been somebody that has always said yes and then regretted it. But I guarantee you, as somebody that said yes most of her life and then resented it, that people can feel our resentment. People can feel our resentment. We think we're really good at hiding it that we're not blaming them. And maybe we're not. Maybe we're trying to work it out in ourselves. But people can feel our resentment. And also, we don't need the extra baggage. None of us do. I want to find less, I want to find less ways to be resentful instead of more. And one of those ways is to see where I've said yes, kind of against my will or my better instincts and come up with ways to not say yes again. So we're gonna remind ourselves, you're making a list of ways that you've said yes and then resented it or whatever other thing has shown up for you. Or, and then, so you're creating the list of what you've said yes to, you're sitting with that list and you're looking at the alternatives. What could you have done differently? Maybe you couldn't have done different anything differently. Maybe you were forced to do something. You can do something different now. You cannot go to those places that are toxic and dangerous for you. You cannot make your kids show up in those places that have been toxic and dangerous for you 
because they will be toxic and dangerous for your kids. I, I have a hard time believing that what was done to you and harmful to you will not somehow also be harmful and detrimental to your children. So if you cannot show up, make an out for yourself. I've talked about this in previous podcasts in the survival tips and tricks, but you can lie. I, I am a firm believer with toxic and dangerous people that sometimes it is better to lie to get out of something. And you can use me as an excuse. <laughs> but it's keeping yourself safe until you have the ability to go, no, I won't be doing that this year. I hope you have fun. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, like, oh, I hope you have fun. But it can be like, yeah, I've got other plans. Enjoy yourself. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. It's you getting what you need, prioritizing your needs over the needs of others. Now that it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're selfish. It doesn't mean you're not paying attention to the needs of others. It's just saying, I can have a need and there's nothing wrong. Every human has needs. And then trying to meet those needs. You, you, you trying to meet those needs. For yourself. You being what yourself needs. And that's it. Using the tools that we came up with last week. And then adding what we came up with this week to the set of tools that you already have. And then going on from there. And while I'm gone... For the next two weeks, go back and listen to the other Christmas episodes and holiday survival tips and tricks that I've done over the years. Get on my mailing list and read the newsletters. There's other things on my website that might be things that you can put in your back pocket that will help ground and center and remind you who you are. But I care about you. I want you to be able to show up for yourself in ways that you have not been able to show up for yourself before. Fully you, fully in love with who you are. I love you. Remember who you are. You are worth knowing. You are worth loving. You are worth being in this world. Take care, everybody.